And now, part two. And that led me to this other article, which then sent my blood pressure skyrocketing. And I had to stop and think about what it was. I just want to tell you, I am sick. I'm really sick of people coming in and making a decision that they're going to do something that will that they know is going to hurt the environment around here. And then and they I, greenwash it to pretend it doesn't. Yeah. I'm, I'm done with that. I am so over that. Find another way to make money that doesn't, you know, kill the environment. So ginseng around here is basically gone. And that's ridiculous. That's, and it's such a tragedy, too. Because it used to be a very fine crop. Yep. Yep. It used to be something that was self-sustaining. And that's it the most been, important thing. It has been over-harvested for years. And I can't yep. blame people coming in from outside who do it because I know they've done it. I blame the people right here who saw a way to make a quick damn buck. It's, it's I yeah. And instead of doing what their grandparents had done, which was you take the oldest, most mature of the roots and you leave the rest of the damn plant alone. Instead of doing that, they go, wow, look at this big patch of sign and yeah. dig the whole damn thing up because oh. it's worth so much money. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe those people ought to get their own, get them a damn job so they're not desperate to rape and pillage the natural world. Well, you I'm, pissed about it. I'm pissed about it. And I'm pissed but about about this new thing, which isn't a new thing at all, but now suddenly it's cool. Suddenly it's popular. This thing about foraging. Oh, oh, here's how you can live off the land by foraging. Well, none of these people know a damn thing about it. And they go out and they over harvest because they, they either, oh, well, look, I found all these. And it must kill you with the mushrooms. It does. God. It, uh, me and Selby were talking about it the other day, and we had to change the subject. I mean, because our spots are gone, basically. And from what I understand, everybody's spots are going away, too. Well, yeah, because there are people writing damn books, and they got websites and all oh, that stuff. Well, and, you know, I saw this article, and it was a, it was a video link. And I, I cannot remember the section. I'm sure it was like entertainment or something like that. And it was a video link to this dude who talked about foraging for this rare. <laughs> and, you know, now it's been on CNN. And guess what? That rare thing will become that now extinct thing. Yes. And, and it is the fault of people that told. Yeah. I posted on Facebook yesterday, don't tell everything you know, idiot. Yeah. And, and I did that. And what is so hard about that? Well, because that way they can't look like the big man. You know, I'm so wise and I'm so this. You remember back in the probably the 80s, I guess, there was a book about the uh, about the great, the magical places in the great Smoky Mountains or the powerful places or whatever bullshit oh. Yes. And and this person knew enough to say, go to this place right here, and that is where there are, you know, spirits or whatever, and then wrote a damn book about it so that everybody could go tramping and tromping all over it and making a mockery of it. 
And I'm just, I'm done with the cultural strip mining. I'm done with it. I know. Well, it's too late, though. You can be done with it. it. I'm done with it, too. It's too late. And and people, we're all going to reap what they've sown. Yes, we are. And that just sucks. Just sucks. I mean, in my lifetime, and yeah, I'm old, but not really when you consider the trees, you know. Yeah. Well, and did you ever think there would be a shortage of ramps? Never. Never. But some damn New Yorker discovered ramps. Oh, boy. Well, they, they have a delicate mind, blah, 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 blah. Well, delicate? guess what? <laughs> your, your, your damn ass ought to be replanting ramps in the woods instead of just telling people, oh, yeah, go dig up a whole bunch of those. Well, that's nobody... the other thing. They, they all say that they're doing this responsible harvesting, and they are not. If they were, they'd be replanting as they go. Well, and if they were doing responsible harvesting, they wouldn't tell every person in the world where to go. That's for damn sure. Because they may be harvesting responsibly, but what about a hundred of the people who read the article they just wrote? And they're going to go out there and not do it responsibly. Right. I know people who have been foragers for generations. And they do it in a way that is ethical and in a way that leaves plants for the next generation. All of that. I know those people. You do. But You're talking to one. I know. Exactly. My, and my family has been doing that for much longer than I've been around. But I don't think they do anymore. And the reason why is because people have come in and just raped the land. Well, all they, for the sake of their foodie instinct. Yeah. You know, they yes. want to be food. Oh, yes. And that's well, the and other Asheville, thing. Asheville was just named number one foodie. <laughs> town, Destination in the country. Crows. Just yeah. throw it out. Well, no, like, I, I was going to say the same thing. I was going to talk about the same thing. That was another article. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, may I just say this? Whoever you are in the PR world that's getting this good PR for Asheville, please consider what you're doing well yeah except the people that are doing that are the same damn people that are raising a hotel on every (laughs) block so you go to the chamber of commerce you go to the tourism development authority you try to move their lazy sorry asses because you can't and that's why you can't buy a starter home in this town for less than than a half a million dollars and it's yes. just greed. It is pure tea greed. And, and meanwhile, all. back on the ranch, we've got this this gap that's uh, you know unfathomable two generations ago of of who can afford to live here versus the people who are just hanging on for dear life to what they can here, and it's uh, the town is losing its soul. It may be gone too. I think it is. I think whatever whatever made Asheville a charming mountain town has been gone for yeah, 10 is. years easy. It, because it, all people want to do, and I'm going to say this word, and I know it offends some people, and I do not care, but carpetbaggers come in here from California, and they do a hell of a lot of damage. Carpetbaggers come in here from New York and do a hell of a lot of damage. But the worst carpetbaggers are the ones who have lived here generation after generation, and they see a way to get stinking rich. They're the worst. Yeah. 
the ones that are taking advantage of other folks on purpose to to fatten their wallet. Yeah, exactly. Because there's a difference in making a living doing something. Okay, there is. And being greedy about it. Absolutely, there is. There's a huge difference. But whatever. We we can gripe about it all we want, and it's not going to change because no, and there's about. not there's not a damn thing we can do about any of it. No, nope. just pay attention to your garden, yep. pay attention to your friends, and uh, just you know keep keep sticking, staying out of trouble, and watching your British TV. I mean, you know, <laughs> although it sounds like that makes it sound like you just are a homebody or something, which you are not. If anything, I'm the homebody. You're the one that's out traveling everywhere (laughs) you know well I think you know as I've said a couple times in a couple places that six six week tour uh it took it out of me and I'm happy to say that from here on out I've got one thing this month Mm -hmm. I've got one thing next month uh September I've got the trip out of town if I do that to Scotland and then a couple things. So September is pretty full up. October, I got one thing. And then Samhain, of course. And I got one thing in November. So, uh, you know, the the hardest push is done now. Yeah. And that's from Beltane to Midsummer. So that's, all, that's, that's good. good. So, I, you know, I, I replanted uh, my little kitchen garden with some lettuces and I put some beans in there. The beans... <laughs> I did that two days ago. The beans, thank goodness, with all this rain, have already germinated. They're like, all right, let's make some beans, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I understand that we are up for possibility of some big old storms uh, in the next tonight and tomorrow night or something like that. I got to tell you, I am loving that a distant thunder and i think oh we might have a nice big thunderstorm and then we do i love it yep we've had a lot of that going on too yeah (laughs) i love it but folks it's ugly don't come here to look at it right it's dangerous you know you could be struck by lightning just being out on the golf course oh no oh no i bet you that i bet you a lot of that does happen on a golf course think about it these people are walking around with these metal poles Yeah, yes. <laughs> and they and they do the back swing and yes. the pole goes up and then they hit the ball and the pole goes up. It's like, Whoa! <laughs> you reckon this will just ground down into the ground? I think it might. Yay. It could. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I will I'm gonna tell you one more thing while I'm telling and that's gonna make you happy. It made me happy too. So my buddy Ruth, who lives down down your way, and uh, I believe she is officially in Hendo County. Okay. Um, she posted a picture of some earrings that have crows on them. Oh. And I just fell in love with those, and I said, "Now, are are those for you, or are you gonna sell those?" And so I'm gonna go tomorrow and pick those up. Oh no. We're we're gonna meet. You know, we're going to meet and I'm going to pick this up and I'm going to have me a new pair of beaded ear bobs. Oh, that's cool. They are pretty and they dangle down and they got big old crows on them and dangles. And she made them? She made them. We have some talented friends. She even put a little, uh, put clips on them instead of hoops because I don't have pierced ears. Oh, I didn't know that. I never knew that. 
I know because I do I wear earrings, but I love to freak people out when they go, oh, well, that's a pretty earring. And I just pop it off my ear and hand it to them. And they're like, ah, what did you just do? Ah. But it's easy around youngins because, you know, youngins love those shiny earrings and they'll grab an earring and they just uh, pop it off. And it's like, well, yeah. don't swallow that. I, I miss wearing earrings, but then again, I don't. If I want to do that, well, bad, I would. You got so much hair. Yeah, that's it's the truth. Hard. And Are I'm going to have to braid, braid my hair now behind my ears instead of in, over my ears. Oh. So I'm wearing these big old ear bobs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you'll have to, hey, swing by if you want to. Uh, and show off my ear box. Yeah. Just give me a holler. All righty. I have a tea kettle. I probably will show them off on the book of faces. The Look book of at faces. my ear bobs that Ruth yeah. made. I'm getting something for myself that's just pretty. It's not, it ain't a new trowel or new garden gloves or a new lawnmower or nothing like that. It's just a pair of pretty ear bobs. Nice. That's all it takes sometimes. You don't ask for much, do you? <laughs> that way I support her and bless her heart. I posted something on the on Facebook about it. And everybody was like, well, I want a pair like that. And I said, Ruth, I'm sorry, buddy, but I, I hope you don't mind beating a whole bunch of ear bobs. So <laughs> I hope she makes some bank on that. Makes yeah. some money. I hope so, too. Hey, before we hang up, yep. let's, I want to send out some good thoughts to Ilsa. Yeah, our sweet Ilsa and Jay. They've been sick as dogs. They got the the got the Rona. They got the Rona. Yeah, they um, tried really hard not to, um, but it's it's kind of inevitable the way I feel about it. It's so contagious. This new variant yeah. that's out. So, well, and I, I'm pretty good about wearing a mask and stuff. But um, my and my doctor said yesterday. He, he and also the intake nurse said, have you had uh, coronavirus? And I said, well, not that I know of. And they said, well, you would know. And I said, well, I don't think so, because there's people I know who test positive for it and they don't have any symptoms, really. They feel a little tired, but not unusually tired. Well, so, they did yeah. say at one point the CDC actually posted the result of some studies that said about 40 percent of people who had it were asymptomatic. Wow. So that's that's a big percentage. It's a big percentage. So yeah. and that was a while back though. I don't know when it was first getting started. But I'm just uh I'm just doing my best to stay masked up and just out of crowds. I keep flirting with the idea of getting out and doing a, a show or something. You know, we really want to. Instead, we are in talks with the studio right now to go in and do an album. That's fine. That's fine. I'll probably. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Work, working on a couple of th new things that some different folks wrote. And we'll see. And, and I've, I've got some stuff in mind for you if, when, if and when. And I'm just letting things kind of calm down a little bit. And, and plus, these things take time. I do. Yeah, I'm tired of I'm tired of COVID. I really am. <laughs> I think we are all just yeah. weary of it for yeah. sure. I okay. keep hearing, you know, I'll go to some event and then I'll hear two or three days later, well, so and so that you were around has the Rona. But so far, knocking on wood, yeah. so far, so good. Yeah. Well, you do. I mean, because right. I 
I ain't hugging up and loving on people. You know, I'm trying to be sensible. That, that's a lie. I do hug up on people. Well, <laughs> well you know, I do. I don't know what to say because you seem to have a good immune system. You've gotten all your shots. <laughs> well, except honestly, yesterday he said, well, have you had your second booster? And I said, no, not yet, because I'm on the road and I've heard people having a hard time with the second booster. They said, okay, no, some people do. So wait till you, yeah, but you got to get that. And then, and then you got to get, what was the other thing? I need the booster for my pneumonia shot. And he, okay, yeah, okay, and then I'll get that. And I said, and you know, I still haven't done my shingle shot yet. He said, I have been after you. And I said, I know you have. <laughs> but the problem is that I have to do the Rona, and then I do a Rona and then I do a Rona booster, and then I do a Rona booster. And when the hell in all of that, when do I have time to also get this other thing that's going to kick my ass? When? And the other doctor. He said, well, do you have it on a list? And I said, I do. I have it in a list in order of how to have that done. And then last time I saw him, I got a, um, a tetanus shot. And let me tell you, a tetanus shot's an expensive thing if you don't come in with a wound. Oh. And I told him next time, oh, hell yes. I said, next time I'm going to come in, I'm going to say, doctor, I have a puncture wound on the bottom of my foot. And I'm going to stick my foot up in his face. And he's going to say, well, I don't see anything. It must have healed pretty well. And I'm going to say, yes, it did. And now I'm on a tetanus shot. And he <laughs> said, you know, tetanus shot's good for 10 years. You, you're going to be, and he's doing the math. And he said, you're going to be 75 the next time you're going to need one and I said you're gonna do stick your foot up in my face and I said I hope so I hope I can do that but I'm 75 he said well if you can do it when you're 75 I will be glad to have it in my face <laughs> lordy well you know what by then your toilet should be sending instructions to him they should be oh my god I am never getting one of them toilets nobody's ever getting one unless you're a cat your cat you can order it online and it'll you know detect four or five different ailments of the cat depending on what color it turns so, <laughs> but we can't even do that for humans what? no well i don't want people knowing what's in my poop and pee <laughs> yeah but they wouldn't it'd just be between you and your toilet yeah right is, is that an electronic device you're talking about none of those could ever be hacked i know i know nobody could ever know how to get into them it's just i, I assume everything's out there now i do i assume everything's out there I, i've seen nothing that would scare me or or indicate otherwise so all the math suggests it all the analysis that I've read from credible sources suggested that that there's no privacy. We are most likely digital right now and don't even know it. Yes, and 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 youngins don't know the difference. See, we lived in a world where we at least had the illusion of privacy, but the youngins they've lived in a world where it's never private, never have been private, and it's not private, and they don't care. I was like, oh, I, I, so, so everybody knows. I don't care. I remember us talking about this back when we in like one of the first podcasts that we ever did. We talked about the fact that kids kids don't understand what it's like to go camping and not be connected. 
kids don't know what it's like to eat a baked potato that's been made in the oven. Yes. Yes. I mean, there's so many things that they are never going to understand. Like the freedom that you feel when you're on a bicycle or similar, just riding through a neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> in my case, it was roller skates, but whatever. I roller skated because I didn't have a bike. But, you know, that that's something that they're, you know, they... I didn't have a helmet or knee pads or anything like that. And, and kids will never understand not being protected. And I know I probably have said it on the podcast before, but I remember when you could go into a movie theater and you didn't hear the movies on either side of you. You didn't hear mm-hmm. them because they were built. The buildings were built so that they were soundproof. Mm-hmm. And now you go to a, if you go to the movies, go to these multiplex movies, and well, you can hear that Jurassic Park's happening over on the right, and over on the left is some other shoot 'em up, bang bang thing. Yeah. While you're trying to watch, I don't know, some quiet lyrical Hallmark movie, <laughs> and they they're just not used to it. They're not used to having the experience of sitting in a big theater and actually hearing the, just the film you came to hear. They just I don't have I've never thought of that. I've yeah. never thought of that. That's just, ooh, that's interesting. Well, well, and a lot of the other stuff we've never thought of. I mean, the whole thing about now women have to track their periods, not through an, an app. And <laughs> I ju- it just floored me because, I mean, I haven't had a period in a long time, so I don't track them. But when I track them, I track them in a paper calendar. And, and people are like, oh, my God, well, how am I even going to? track my well you go write it on a damn piece of paper what's wrong with you but i never even thought about people not <laughs> not doing it on a piece of paper i didn't they, of course they don't understand app. it they don't understand of course there's it. an app yeah there's always an app for it and the next step is the robots which i'm all for it i, I know you're all robots. about the robots i'm like ah i read too much uh asimov as a kid that's the reason I want one. It's asthma. I should take a picture of the where I'm sitting right now is in my office, right? And yep. I've got a I've got one of my bookshelves here. And these these are books that I actually read. This is my science fiction bookshelf. And I will send it to you. And all of these are things that I do read. So <laughs> hey, there there's the go. thunder. Just in time, I hear the thunder. Oh, boy. And to the weirdlings, y'all are so weirdly cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love the weirdlings. I think it's time for me to gather up some weirdling materials and, and do a nice drawing. And send the weirdlings something fun. That's, yes, yes. Because I think I've got stuff from uh, from summertime. I've got some of the red truck with flags on it and stuff. I need to just gather that together. And when Ilsa's feeling like it, Ilsa, honey, when you're feeling like it, we'll run a contest. Yeah, let's do that. Let's Those do are that. always fun. Yep. Our and to all of y'all who comment and post your your what do you call those 
expressions where you're doing the thumbs up or the heart or whatever. To all of you who are doing that, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And if you have a subject that you're hoping that we will broach sometime, why don't you let us know? Oh, gosh, yes, please do. <laughs> because you know us, we will talk about pure tea anything. Yeah. We will. So uh, if, you, if you're tired of hearing us bitch about our neighborhoods going all to hell. <laughs> and the environment going south. And the state of the disunion. Yeah, if you're tired of hearing us bitch, give us some suggestions and maybe we won't next time. That's right. Or maybe we'll just fold in the topic you are interested in. We'll fold it into the bitching and moaning and all that <laughs> stuff we do. Like we could do that. We can. We're perfectly capable of doing that. Yep. Yeah, let's do it. All right, ma'am. I guess I will. Wamsy, Wamsy. Always good to talk to you. Yeah, thank you. This is good. I've got stuff off my chest. I appreciate it. Yeah, me too. Just a little rant. That's all, a little bit of ranting and raving. But we also uh, had some fun. Yeah, we did. And we wished our good friend Ilsa and her sweet boy Jay extra goodness. Extra goodness. And everybody out there suffering right now. And I'm listening to that thunder. I love it. Well, send it up this way. Send it up this way, but wait till I get my clothes off the line. It sounds like it's pretty far away right now, but it's still booming. It's going to be a good one. Oh, good. (laughs) Y'all, in the the pre-show, because this is the Appalachian goodbye, and in the pre-show, Alicia said, all right, I got all the Zoom stuff ready. I said, no, give me five minutes. And I had to go get my clothes on the line because I'd done a load of laundry already, and I thought, I can't not use this hot weather to at least dry some damn clothes. So, <laughs> all right. You have your Thunder Boomer and love yeah. it. I and will. I will talk to you air long. All right. We'll see you later. Y'all be good. And indeed, the girls were not good. But that's a story for another day. Thanks for listening. And remember, stay weird, y'all. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals. WYRD Radio.